Coming up on today's episode of Real Talk Rentals, we're going to talk about inspections. What's allowed and what's not allowed when inspecting a property. Welcome back to Real Talk Rentals, a podcast brought to you by OnQ Property Management. We're here to give you all the behind the scenes on owning an investment property and everything that goes into it. I'm Ben, I'll be your host, and with me as always is Mr. Eric Dixon, the co-to expert on everything rental property in Arizona and just kind of in general, you know, which is good because today we're going to talk about something that doesn't seem like on its surface there's a lot to it, I think, but once you dig in, there, there's more than you might think, and that's inspections. Um I could say personally, before I started working it on Q, I only thought there was one kind of inspection. It was, they come, they look at everything and they leave. Yeah. That's it. That's all I thought there was. Um, but there's a lot. Yeah. So um, maybe we just start, Eric, and you kind of walk us through the different kinds of inspections and what they're for if you're using a property management company. Okay. Yeah. No. And what's funny is the first thing that comes to mind when you say inspections is my favorite TV show. Inspector Gadget growing up. Did you ever watch that? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's the best. How, now, if we could only get our inspectors to have all the Inspector Gadget qualities, you know? Oh, yeah. Anyway, that theme song, you're talking and it's like, dun, 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 dun. Anyways, so, all right, that, that tangent's done. The inspections in the property management world, though, um, there are just your simple, most property management companies do at least two, the move in and the move out. And right. we'll get to that, right? One is to document before and one's to document after, and that should be it. But really for us and a lot of more seasoned property managers, ones who have been doing it a long time, it actually starts from day one. And from the day the relationship starts and you go document and you do an inspection to determine the rent readiness of the home. Like, is this ready to rent? Is it clean? Is the paint good? Is the did the blinds work? Are the appliances working? Are right. you know that sort of stuff? So and this is before someone maybe even applies. Oh yeah, it's just bringing the property on. Oh yeah, this is just bringing it to market, right? And okay. it's like let's say you're hiring us, Ben, and you say, hey, my house is ready. Well, we do an inspection, turn on every faucet, flush every toilet, um, you know, document the cleanliness, that sort of thing, and then we make sure it's rent ready. Sometimes we're like, man, this place is spick and span. It's perfect. Let's schedule pictures right away. Right. Oftentimes there's a couple of things, right? And I look at it like uh, our longtime listener, you know, Matt is uh, friend you know, of the pod. a friend of the pod. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, you know, he's in this boat too, where like he's moving and he's going to be a landlord now for the first time. And he's been signing clients up for years and now he's in wearing these shoes of crap. Now I'm the landlord. Yeah. And all these projects that I knew I was going to do someday suddenly have to be done in order to, to get a, right. tenant, a tenant moved in. We, we talked about that in our Rent Ready episode where there's things that you might live with oh, yeah, because you you've been there forever where yep. it's like, you know, this door doesn't open. That's fine. I don't go out that way. Just <laughs> leave it locked. But you can't put it on the market as a rental like that for a number of reasons. Yeah. So that all that stuff's got to be addressed. Yep. And so that that's the rent ready, right? And sometimes it's us gathering estimates. Sometimes it's just saying, hey, Ben, this room needs painted and maybe you want to do it yourself or or whatever. So we'll, we'll get you free estimates for the maintenance, maybe recurring services. If you have a pool, we could get you estimates for pool service, landscape service, pest control, you know, different, uh, different um, recurring services there. And then I mentioned we'll test the functionality of of the major components: AC, heat, appliances, toilets, 
faucets, um, sprinkler system, whatever it is, right? Right. Um, and so that's kind of the rent ready inspection. We get through that process, get the house rent ready. Once the house is rent ready, the next inspection that a lot of people don't call it an inspection, but we call it a marketing inspection where we would get the photographer. Um, if we're doing any video, if we're doing 3D uh, renderings to do walkthroughs, the 3D walkthroughs you see right. online all the time, we we rely heavily on that that technology. So that's the marketing inspection. It gathers all that information. Then we can put it in the ads and the listing. Um, and then it's on the market, right? So you'll have somebody apply for the house. They'll get approved and move in. And right before they move in, I'll back up just a hair, is the next inspection. It's the move-in inspection. Right. So right before they move in, We'll send uh, our inspectors out and they'll do a move-in inspection, document the home in in the condition it's in, um, and pick up the lockbox, pick up the keys, pick up the sign if there is one, and and then the tenants can move in after that. And it protects both parties. It protects the landlord because if the tenants do damage, we can compare the before and after pictures. Yeah. But it protects the tenant as well so that, hey... we did a moving inspection. That blind was already cracked. Yeah, it doesn't need to be replaced, but it's cracked. So you're not responsible for that on when you move out or any, any of that stuff. Sometimes carpet, it's cleaned, but there may be a stain or you know something like that. And we'll document all that. You yeah. Know, so it protects both parties. I think that's uh, like one of renters' biggest fears is that they're going to get blamed for something they didn't do. Yep. You know, be like the garage always had this crack in the asphalt. Yep. And now I'm getting charged for it. Yeah. So the moving inspection, like you said, it helps both parties. It covers them. No, and and we property managers are are on. We have to play both sides, right? We're not there just. We are representing the owner, but we do have to advocate for the tenant and protect them as well, right? And we want to be the the in between to make sure that that's smooth. So 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 far, you got the rent ready. You got the um, the marketing inspection and the moving inspection. The lease is going on, and throughout the lease, we offer it up to two times a year. There's a routine inspection is what we call it. And we were talking yesterday, that might be a uh, kind of an on-cue word. Yeah. <laughs> routine inspection. Some people call it mid-lease inspection. Um, spot. Spot inspection. Uh, just an annual or a biannual inspection or something. Right. We call it a routine because it's just a routine we schedule it with the tenant. We send them a certified notice, and they can schedule it if it doesn't work with their schedule. We'll go in and document the condition of the home. It is not to open every drawer, open all the pantry and your appliances. It's it's to document the overall overall uh, condition, but also the smell test. Um, if there's pets or not, you know, just a couple quick, easy, easy ones. Yeah, we we have amazing inspectors here at OnQ uh, in our department, and. Uh, one thing I see all the time, just looking online about what people are saying about us, and we get compliments all the time because people are nervous, right? They're nervous about having an inspector oh, come yeah. to their yeah, property. Like, you're a trying to stranger just, get in there, and you're just yeah. coming to try and find something, to kick me out, and then they'll say, you know, he came in and said, "Oh, well, you should, we'll, we'll fix this." You yeah. know, like if you put this on the portal, or you know, you can put this in to do, it. and they'll realize that certain things cover them and they didn't even know. Yeah. No, and it's twofold, right? It's we're sending our our own representative. It's an employee of our company, right? It's not some third party stranger that's coming in, right? And they go in it. Hey, I got to document the condition, but I'm here as a human being too. Hey, if your shower is dripping and leaking, you got to turn that in. Like yeah. that's a landlord responsible item, you know. Um, they're not advocating to make sure that landlords do maintenance, but the stuff that they find 
is stuff that the landlords want done. It's, yeah, it's, it's preventative pre- in a lot of cases. Preventative maintenance in a lot, like you said. But it's also stuff that the tenant's like, oh, I just lived with it. It's like, man, that's going to do secondary damage. Yeah. It's going to you know, leave rust stains on the on the sink, you know. So yeah, that that's an awesome point. We get love our inspectors; they're awesome. Um, and then the last one, so we do want those once or twice throughout the year, depending on what the owner or the our client you know subscribes to. And then once the tenant gives notice or the landlord gives notice and they move out, we'll do the move out inspection, and then we'll compare that to the move in. And that's how we determine if there are any damages. Going back to the episode about dispositions, you know, we'll, right. we'll use the move out as the documentation portion and get estimates from there if needed. And and go from there. So those are the main five that that at least here at OnQ we do, and I feel like it covers the whole realm of of what you would need. Awesome. Um, so I know you're you're not a lawyer, but we did do research for this. So I'm going to ask you, uh, <laughs> what what are the rules or laws around inspections? I think you see that a lot where residents tenants are concerned. You know, they feel like, what are my rights here, or what yeah. you know what what are you allowed to come in here? They don't know for sure. So yeah. what are the the rules and regulations around that? Well, no, and this is good stuff just to know, because especially for self-managers, a lot of them are breaking the law or breaking the rules without even knowing it. And, yeah. the, and the tenants are kind of just going with the flow, right? right? But if you're self-managing and your tenant does know their rights and does know the notices required, you could get in hot water pretty quick if you just show up or we, we've had it where landlords are like, oh yeah, when they're not home, I just use the key and I just go in. Oof. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, don't, <laughs> don't do that anymore. That's breaking and entering actually. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So so I think break it up between vacant and occupied properties. Okay. Um, you know, if the property's vacant, there aren't, you know, notice requirements and so forth. If you're under management with your property manager, you know, they have access when it's vacant to do, to make sure it's locked up and secure, to take pictures for showings, you know, that sort of stuff. Okay. What, what I do want to say is just use common sense, you know, don't, um, don't use the bathroom in the vacant property. Don't, you know, turn on the, especially in the summer, don't turn on the AC to 70 and then leave it on when you leave. If you, if you're going to be there a while and you need the air conditioning, yeah, by all means, turn it on, use it. But when you leave, put it back up, right? You know, to where it was before, um, and it's just making sure lights are on, lights are off when you leave, or the lights that were on when you got there, leave those ones on. Maybe the owner wants the front porch light on all night or, or sure. whatever. So yeah. it's using common sense. Um, I'll say it again: don't use the bathroom, man. I mean, <laughs> when you're showing houses for sale, for rent, for your own properties, it's like you can stop by QT or you know Circle K. <laughs> If that's an issue. Now, occupied gets different, right? So that's right. when a tenant lives there. They're in a lease. That is their home. You know, as far as legally, that is, they have their rights to quiet enjoyment in that home. And so you do have to send, at least they're talking about Arizona here, a uh, 48-hour written notice or an agreed right. upon time if it's less than that. So sometimes we'll reach out to the tenant and call them and say, hey, something came up. Is there any way the owner could go by tomorrow or the maintenance or the or uh, the um, routine inspector. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to be here, no problem. So if it's a mutually agreed upon deal, then it could be sooner. But as far as you know, written notice needs to be at least 48 hours. Um, all the certified mail or communication we do in writing, we try to do far more than 48 hours. To me, 48 right. hours sometimes just isn't even enough. It's like, yeah. so you're telling me, you could tell me Monday morning that you're coming Wednesday afternoon no matter what. Yeah, And like, yeah, legally, yes, you could do that. But you try and... You try and put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Like, well, 
I don't want you to have to call off work for me to do this. So can yeah, or maybe or, we're, we're having a birthday party that day. Can yeah. you not come? And like you said, it's, it's their home. You may own that property, but it's their home. Yeah. You and, know? So like it, it is important to, you know, yeah. And that there are like offshoot examples of like, no push comes to shove. I have to get in there. Sure. And it could be because this is habitual. You're never letting me in. I'm just going to put my foot down type thing. Or a classic one is emergencies, right? And it's like, hey, the AC went out. This happens in the summer all the time. And it's like, hey, we got a guy who can go tomorrow at noon. Can we go in? And they're like, well, I'm going to be at work. Do you know what? Just go in with the key you guys have on file or whatever, or I'll leave it unlocked or they have to get in there, right? And so yeah. the emergency, you just kind of figure it out. Um, another emergency is if there's smoke coming from inside the house, something's on right. fire, or there's water coming out of the garage, we as the management company and the landlord have permission to enter to figure that out, you know? So, you, you know, we don't have to send a letter. It says we'll be there in two days. Yes, yeah, sorry. We're just going to let this smoke. burn down. Yeah. yeah, no. So those emergencies, it sounds silly, but those are actual in the statutes there in Arizona. They're, they're, detailed out in writing like hey in emergencies you you have uh, permission to enter other than that though the landlord's got to step back and realize this isn't your home anymore as far as you use of it you know and so right. um yes your name's on title and you own the house but you know the use of the house is now the the tenants for that duration of the lease and unless you obey the or uh without those notices you can't go in right okay so talking about inspections then let's talk about how they are documented um you know uh i've seen everything from like just a paper check you know that someone's filling out but do you feel pictures are essential necessary are they required what what is required to make a good inspection in your mind yeah so it actually starting in uh, like 2010-11 when i got from more into property management from real estate sales initially it was i didn't really know any better and the move-ins didn't require pictures you know, us as a management company, we take some pictures and the marketing photos and stuff, but the tenants move in form was just like good, fair, bad, you know, yeah. great, whatever. And they check boxes. If they want, they can email pictures. And it was kind of annoying. Like, oh, you're going to email all these pictures. <laughs> it's like 2010. It just wasn't as easy to sure. receive hundreds of photos and upload them to a cloud and, you know, store them for the duration of the lease and all that stuff. Nowadays, 2023, it's like expected. It's like, yeah. oh, you could take a couple hundred photos. They'll shoot up to wherever you're storing them. You'll have access to them forever. They'll be time stamped, organized by address, by move-in date, all that stuff. So pictures are a must, must, must now. Right. Um, and again, it's to protect the tenant and the owner, you know, both sides. Um there's videos are helpful. Um, we do 3D renderings with the Matterport technology that does, you know, the three, it captures everything in 3D. So it's like yeah. a lot of that is you could do an inspection and it's like the walls look great. There's no holes in the walls. It looks freshly painted. Man, they took really good care of it. But sometimes you don't realize until you compare the 3D renderings side by side, like that wall was, this whole room was green when you moved in. Now it's black or yeah. it looks great, but it's black right. know, or whatever. And a lot of times just the wall by wall inspections, you don't realize to, to compare yeah. some of that stuff. Um, it's funny that you said when you first started about the the list, um, when I tell a story about when I first lived in a rental, uh, when I first got married, we lived in this little one bedroom, uh, bedroom apartment in Huntington beach, right? Uh, best place you could live is a you know newlywed couple were like steps from the beach it was oh, yeah. awesome right it sounds amazing right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not newly married but it sounds amazing um a little tiny place i mean not 
too much bigger than this room, right? But when it's just two of us, that's all we need. So when we move in, we got like a move-in inspection form and I went through, I took pictures. You know, this is with an actual digital camera. Yep. I didn't have like a, <laughs> a smartphone to do that. I filled this thing out every inch, right? Like, oh, there's a little crack here, you know, this and that. And this is an old house. So there was a lot of little so things. First rental as a married couple, you're like, I'm going to do this right. Exactly, know? right? Um, and our security deposit was $1,000, right? Um, so we stayed there for two years then we kind of outgrew it. And we're like, are we going to move to a bigger place? And the landlord, she was great. Got along with her. Awesome. She shows up at my work with an envelope of cash. Just unannounced. She she didn't even look at the move-in inspection, right? She didn't even ask for a copy of it. I was like, ready, you know, yeah. like, hey, I got everything you need. And she gave me $800 and said, it was pretty clean. <laughs> uh, and that was it. And I was pretty, like- Pretty clean is a $200 charge. Yeah. And <laughs> I honestly, like, I, I was so taken aback. And also I'm just like, I was young. I was early 20s. And I was just like, uh, okay, thanks. Like, is this pretty- Good. Yeah. 80% of my money back. It feels all right. You know, yeah. I'll take this. So uh, it, it's funny, like to think back then, I thought that was perfectly like, ah, I did pretty good. Got yeah. it. Got eight, my 800 bucks back. But um, without all those pictures and stuff, you know, like yeah. you think of what we do now, documenting against that move on, I probably would have gotten all your money that. back. Yeah. Or you'd be able to fight it a little bit. So yeah. there's a couple of things that just have changed. They're, they've evolved since you rented and since I've been in it is the tenants would document it just like you did and yeah. you held on to that for a year or two years right yeah but you didn't have a place to like give it to the landlord through a portal or through an email that's like it'd be tough to send by email 15 years ago 100 photos oh yeah you know, what do you send an sd card you know and say hey don't lose that <laughs> and so the tenants would hold on to this stuff and then the property managers are doing the disposition and they don't even know that the tenant had those photos until they're fighting them for the money. So right. what's evolved since then is kind of there's two parts with how you document um, inspections now. It's obviously the more pictures, the better. If you can do it by organized in a fashion where you know this is the, the master bedroom, the bedroom one, bedroom two, bedroom three. Like we have it down to where you start at a certain spot and then you always go counter clock or clockwise and then you go to floor two and go clockwise and so we always know bedroom four is going to be where it is right right um and so there's a lot of that within within our company but the whole point is you have that actual inspection it's got the pictures descriptions the breakdowns and then you have the second part is the accessibility like the property manager the tenant and the owner need access to these things yeah you know through whether nowadays it's in a portal or an online login or somewhere where it's saved throughout the lease they can jump into their moving inspection anytime, their routine inspections anytime, their spot inspections anytime, marketing inspections and their uh, rent ready inspections, then their estimates and their work orders. All that has to be accessible. If 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 it's not, you got to find a property manager that has that technology because you should be able to grab your phone at any time and say, "I wonder what the move out inspection looked like last week." Sure, you pull it up. You know, unfortunately, what day is it? It's J January tenth. I had a. Uh, an abandonment today one of my tenants just skipped out yesterday oh bummer so before this recording <clears throat> two minutes before this property manager's like hey come over here's the inspection man you just showed up and it's it, what is incredible about it is there was somebody there i don't know 45 minutes ago documented it real quick they they haven't finished i just saw that it's uploading right yeah and i get to see the pictures i don't have to drive over there I don't need to drop everything tonight and go see what it looks like and get my own vendors and do all this stuff that 
by the time this is done recording, I'll be able to go look at the inspection and say, hey, this is what's wrong. This is what we need to do. I could show my wife at home tonight because we'll just jump in on our laptop and, yeah. and look. So the accessibility factor is almost just as important sure. because it saves the landlords who have hired these management companies to, it saves them time and energy and it just puts puts you at ease that, yeah, it does suck that they just disappeared and they took off yesterday, but we're already on it next day. We're on it. We got the inspection, got it rekeyed, and it's going to start getting work done this week. You know, Right. Especially, um, I mean, you're fortunate enough you live in state, you yeah. know, close oh, yeah, to those I, things. I mean, imagine if you lived in like Texas or something, it's like, you can't drive by. Well, no, property. I was looking at my calendar going, okay, it's 15 minutes away. I'm going to get home at this time tonight. I wonder what time I could go tonight. And then I'm like, I don't need to go. Like yeah. the inspection is already <laughs> done. All I'm going to do is validate that the pictures they took sure. are correct. Yeah. You know, so it's like, no, I need to, you know, practice what we preach. And say, yeah. you, know, you depend on the technology and the management service to do that stuff. So yeah. it, it's just ironic that I'm like, dude, I'm looking at a horrible inspection right now. Yeah. You know, right before we talk about it. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it's better, I guess, to know than not know, right? No, I know. Yeah, exactly. That'd be a long drive over there where you're just anticipating. Yeah, I'm like, like oh, why haven't we got rent yet? It's yeah. the 10th of the month. <laughs> so we kind of were, were anticipating something. And then, uh, yeah, th heard the news today. Yeah. All right. So um, just uh, for the last little thing I wanted to touch on, um, and again, we are not legal experts. We did research to look this up, but you should definitely look up your state and everything. But from a resident perspective, and this is by far the thing I see most searched online. You type in, you know, property inspections, it's residents asking what, what are, what are my, you know, uh, what are my rights here? You yeah. know? Yeah. And what are my protections that the landlord yeah. can't just like show up and walk in? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I think from a, a resident perspective, let's touch on that and just say like, what, what are they allowed in this process to say and not say. Yeah. And actually, so I, I copied and pasted from the, uh, from a statute a little bit, just this is Arizona, just to kind of give you a broad sense of it. But you know, the tenant shall not unreasonably withhold consent to the landlord. If there was the 48 hour notice, or if it's an emergency with smoke coming out or water coming out of the house, or, you know, if it's one of those declared emergencies, or if they give proper notice, they can't refuse the house. And if right. they do, then there's legal options to, to gain access and it becomes sticky and it's going to end horribly. Yeah. But at the same time, the landlord can't harass them and can't, you know, make it super inconvenient on purpose. And you can't do a routine inspection every single month. You know, yeah. it's just, it's not reasonable. Um, you mentioned that when you said uh, that we, we only do two a year. Yeah, up to two a year. Like you can't, you can't say like, hey, every three weeks I, I want to pop in. Yeah, and, and you think about it. So there's a 12-month lease. Say there's uh, average leases are anywhere between 20, 24 months. But let's say it's a one-year lease. We do a move-in at month zero. You do a routine inspection on month four and 10. And then you're doing, if they move out at the end of uh, at the end of the 12 months, you do a move-out inspection. And it's like, there's been an inspector in there four times in 12 months. It's you know, plenty. There's, a, there's plenty of documentation. <laughs> yeah. Two of them were when it was vacant and two of them while it was occupied. And a lot, of, a lot of people ask like, well, why do you need to do that second one at month nine or 10? And a lot of times that helps you determine if you want to renew the lease. Sure. It's like, hey, this place is in great shape. They said they had a dog and they have a dog, or hey, they said they had no pets and they have three dogs. Eh, I don't know if I want to renew this lease. Right. You know, or whatever. So there's just, um, and some owners, they opt to do one. 
So it's like, hey, do you know what? I just want one somewhere in the middle. Sure. Give me a kind of a, a gauge of, of where things are at. But it's kind of a two-way street. You know, the landlords, you got to give notice. You have to be reasonable. You can't intimidate. You can't harass. You just need to be a human being and realize, you know, what what take it for what it is. It's their home. Like, yeah. you have to realize that. And luckily for property managers and luckily for tenants in this regard, we are kind of the barrier because a lot of owners, they would just show up. Yeah. And they'll, they'll call us and say, hey, my flight lands tomorrow. Can you let the tenant know I'm coming by tomorrow night? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, there's you a are chance not doing that. <laughs> we could call them and see. But if they say no, like, yeah. I cannot go tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I have a key. It's like, uh, yeah, about that. Yeah. Stop by the office first. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, it's just being reasonable. And then the tenant, you just got to be reasonable. Sure. You do have a right to have quiet enjoyment in the home. That's kind of the the lingo in the statutes and stuff. And I think if both if both landlord and tenant realize kind of their their place in the whole lease, then everything usually works out fine. Yeah, I think you said it great where you said it's it's their home now, the tenants. And going back to one of our first episodes, we talked about as a owner, you have to, this is not your home anymore. You have to stop looking at it yeah. as a house and look at it as an investment. Yeah, if yeah, you can't do that, you shouldn't be a landlord. Yeah, it's an investment that provides housing for somebody else, right? Yeah. And, and yes, you have rights to the ownership and it is yours technically, but it's like, it's it's actually a wonderful, it's a beautiful thing that can provide that for them, but you have to give that, that to them. Yeah. So. Um, just to finish up, I just want to touch on when we were looking this up yesterday, do you remember we saw that story about a tenant who the owner would come by and sometimes stay the night oh, dude. when they yeah, were in they're, town. And was, he says, so he kicks him for utilities, but is, no, no. He said, he said, Hey, he, he separately locked the garage to be his own little, like, and has a couch in there. And he's yeah. like, occasionally I'm just going to come crash in the garage. And because of that, I'll give you a break on utilities, but or something of $60 a month. Yeah. So it's like they lose the garage, access to the garage, and they've got some rando, aka the owner, just showing up whenever showing it wants to, to crash. And yeah. they, they, it was 60 bucks a month they got or something. You're like, oh my gosh. And this person, this poor person is like so confused in the situation. The best they can do is like go no, they type go that on, on, on a forum. Like, on a forum yeah. Like, hey, what would you guys do in this? It's like on Reddit, you know? And yeah. it's like, um, move. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine if you were living in that home as an owner and someone was like, Hey, don't use the garage. I'm going to come sleep. In. You yeah. wouldn't put up with that. Yeah. No. And it's and insane. It's, it's one of those things that like mid lease is like, Hey, by the way, I'm taking over the garage. It's okay. Yeah. I'm going to pay you $60 a month for it. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, crazy. I, there are crazy scenarios and, uh, that, that happens to be one of the self-managing nightmares right there. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. All right. Well, I think we covered inspections just about all the ins and outs of it. So that's a, for us this time. Be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. It really helps out. And we'll see you next time.